Alrighty. <sighs> this is ROW. Welcome to Rant of Whatever. I'm your host, Kevin Yarrow, and I have a fucking crazy one for you this time. I'm going to be talking about... You might hear the clicks of my computer. That's because I'm clicking back and forth between a bunch of different uh, tabs that are open. Because this is a very complex story, and this isn't even a fraction of the beginning of it. This is just a part that I thought was fucking cool. And I think I'm going to do a whole series on this, because it's fucking awesome. But, today we're going to be talking about the Omniversal Traveler. And before we talk about him, I'd like to explain what the Omniverse is. Now, the Omniverse is the, is the largest verse of out there surpassing even a multiverse or even any of the arc verses of a transfinite factor while frequently argued to contain absolutely everything there are limits to the omniverse's extent reached when one's attempt to derive something not part of a given understanding of reality did that make sense there are limits to the omniverse's extent reached when one attempts to derive something not part of a given understanding of reality. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. Um, so it's really goddamn big. It contains absolutely everything. Or does it? The Omniversal Traveler. Excuse me while I hit my dab. The Omniversal Traveler an entity who came to known simply as the Omniversal Traveler is a being who exited the Omniverse to find any existence beyond the transfinite space within the great void known as the Outside, which we will talk about in a little bit. I will get into a lot of the, of the other things about this story. The Traveler wandered through countless realms and dimensions faster than the speed of light, eventually reaching the outside. The Traveler wandered throughout the dark void for time beyond reckoning, only able to reside within the great void for so long before becoming a devil. The Traveler was soon to end his journey. However, at the very limit of his intended distance from the Omniverse, he came across a distant spectrum of orbs and light. Tempting fate, the Traveler wandered into the field of light shining within the dark void, where it had been previously thought to hold no such other existences. Suedo time passed as news of, the, of, of this adventurer was heard across many verses, even by entities like the Hexagon Lords, the Hyperman, and the Overseer, which I will talk about in a little bit. Eventually, this unnamed entity was killed in a way that didn't end his existence, but rather sent him back to his home planet, with all of his memories even from that existence. It was realized by the most powerful beings in the Omniverse that the Omniversal Traveler had entered into a place and state of being different from the rest of the Omniversal existence itself, and he was gone. Traveler, however, didn't notice anything different, except for the fact that he wasn't able to speak to any entity within his own planet, and had abilities like light speed travel, teleportation, immortality, etc. I'm not really fucking sure what that etc. is, but I'm sure it means like almost like a god, I guess. 
The Traveler eventually exited the Omniverse after traveling through the Arcverse chain a second time. The Traveler then went back to the place he went to and finally realized what he discovered. Endlessness and a realm beyond. Which is another thing that I'm going to talk about at the very end. The Traveler met other Travelers like him from other monocosms who all had the same goal and were satisfied. Some of which even survived their experiences the first time and went right into the beyond. But this traveler was different. But this traveler was different. Since he gained abilities from his experience, the traveler was unable to return back to his home, so decided to stay in metaspace. All was well except for the fact that the Omniversal Traveler's next goal was achieving creator level power with the help of the, his group of fellow travelers. Now, there's, okay, that's a fucking crazy story, and that's not the end of the story, but that's where that part of the story ends in this show, because I got a few things that I need to talk about first, because there are things in this story that made no fucking sense to me, and I went down a whole goddamn rabbit hole, like, who are the Oxagon, Hexagon Lords, who the fuck is the Hyperman, who the fuck is the Overseer, what is the Folded Cascade? What is the hospice? What is the Arcverse? What's the outside? And what the fuck is the beyond? So let's continue reading. <laughs> the Hexagon Lords are six anonymous defenders of the Folded Cascade and the hospice who were called upon to intercept extraterrestrial threats, external threats, and resolve Megaverse level incidents. Originally, a dis. A disparate set of lower influence beings of vastly different origins, the Hexagon Lords worked their way up to power hierarchy and began to share their abilities, gradually presenting an increasingly unified front against anything that might threaten to harm the residents of the Cascade. Over time, their status and form changed from a team of vigilantes to a high-profile strike force. The Hexagon Lords maintained smaller-scale manifestations as primitive disguises or misleading targets, most of which are human-like in nature due to the ubiquity of humanity and derived forms in the local Gigaverse. There are... Let me fucking tell you one goddamn thing, that there are many different fucking verses. There's like... A lot of them. I saw up to 59. <laughs> and they all have different names. So the Gigaverse is like number 4 I think. Or number 5 or something. On the list. Um, that's who the fuck the Hexagon Lords are. Now who the fuck is the Hyperman? The Hyperman is a nigh-omnipotent entity who serves as the third god of the barrel. Although he is technically not officially considered a monocosmic god in the traditional sense, since he is not the same species as a creator or a destroyer. We all know what that means. A creator and a destroyer, they're pretty much like gods, right? One creates and one destroys. Hyperman is, in fact, an ascended mortal who had risen to power in the Omniverse until eventually gaining the power to a rival Destroyer. Hyperman now acts as a mediator between Creator and Destroyer, serving as a buffer to prevent the two gods from coming to blows. He also works to ensure that the balanced power within the Omniverse remains stable and fair. And honestly, he kind of looks like a cosmic Slenderman a little bit. 
Now, the Overseer is a rising cosmic entity who seeks to claim an empire-spanning omniverse's archive chain and create a civilization to last until the end of time. Unfortunately, he is adamant in exterminating and or enslaving all who oppose him and being cruel and unfair to those who submit to his rule. Creator has not yet removed him from existence because he is not nearly a significant threat to the omniverse as a whole. The creator often sees destruction as a necessary process to keep reality from stagnating. The overseer is not afraid of using subtle methods to exert his power. He often captures gods and other ultra-power enemies instead of killing them, preferring to watch them suffer and cripple their ability to respond. Then, when their invading armies invade their verses, they cannot do anything to stop them. While he may not be the greatest or more po more, most powerful cosmic entity, his existence threatens the folded cascade and the many verses around it, and the hexagon lords are struggling to keep him away from the innocent populations. Now you might be asking yourself, what the fuck is the folded cascade just like I did? Well, the folded cascade is a hub world located in an unknown region of the omniverse. It is home to a vast number of sapients, computers, non-corporeal entities, and almost every other conceivable form of life. There is a megastructure built in and around it that takes the shape of extreme, of extremely complex polytope of unknown dimensionality made up primarily of pentagonal and hexagonal faces that fold in on themselves fractally and allow immense living space. The structure, which fills the entire universe and even wraps around its exterior border into the extra-universal space, was assembled by an ancient civilization guided by a mortal being known as the Constant, out of a mysterious building material called Stringshard, and then improved upon by its inhabitants over the eons. Immeasurably old and enormous, the Cascade undoubtedly has many secrets left for its current inhabitants to discover, however, quite a lot of it is already known. That's what that is. And, you know, you talk about fucking there being life out there, well, that's way outside of our universe, you know? These people are beyond fucking aliens. So then... So then, you ask yourself, like, what is the hospice? What is the collective name for a network of universes that are maintained and defended remotely by the Folded Cascades, Leading Civilizations, and the Hexagon Lords? Their purpose is to house refugees from universal wars and dying universes who are unable to find another safe environment. Everything about the hospice's universes has been engineered to help them withstand attack and maintain the correct balance of entropy required for complex life to thrive in indefinitely. An estimated one octillion universes from the main hospice network, through it is expanding all the time of the Cascades leaders intervene more and more throughout the Omniverse. Och-fucking-tillion. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't even know. But then you remember when the Omniverse Traveler was traveling through the Arcverse? to get out of the Omniverse? Well, the Arcverse is a cosmological structure that is defined to be a large set of verses that are composed of universes. Simply put, they are a finite or infinite set of smaller Arcverses. 
arc verses are nested within an infinite stack known as known as an arc verse chain within the omniverse and fill every possible gap of reality in it. In some cosmological tiers, the start of the arcverse chain is considered to be the gigaverse, a finite or infinite set of megaverses. Since it can be considered to be the start of verses and start to lose any significant meaning. If the category of this definition of arcverse is broadened to include the universe, multiverse, or megaverse, then the verses, known as metric verses, in the metric verse hierarchy. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> so then, so then another thing that I was wondering was, was then, beyond all of this, they talk about the outside. And the outside is the surrounding nothingness outside of the omniverse and the godverses. The outside is a void that stretches far into oblivion. Almost no being can survive being in the outside for more than a short time due to the pressure of the literal absence of anything. If you were to travel throughout the outside, you could perhaps find something completely different than what we call existence. This is simply referred to as beyond. This has only been done successfully a handful of times, most notably by the Omniversal Traveler. And then the beyond is even further. The beyond is the unknown place beyond all the existence holding all monocosms such as the barrel. Beyond the Omniverse, beyond the outside, and beyond the barrel, which lie beyond, could be something completely different from what many would perceive as existence. Within this void, a finite number of monocosms can be found to entities who can only comprehend forms as existence within their own monocosm. These, have, these many alternate monocosms may appear as a field of shining lights, each light being a separate monocosm. The verse containing this great void of all the monocosms found within it is known as the Beyond Bubble. The stability of many monocosms within our Beyond Bubble is administered by a group of six cosmic entities with, with power even beyond that of Creator known as the Super God Council. Now this is where this episode ends. Because my fucking throat hurts from reading so much. And there's a lot more that I need to research and write down and figure out before continuing on with this story. But there's so much more that it goes even beyond this. So, until the next episode, row-ass boat, motherfuckers. Oh yeah, email me at kevinyarrow at gmail.com. Okay, now, row-ass boat, motherfuckers.